0: is liberation. Contradiction is truth. Those are the facts of this world,
1: and you will all surrender to them. You pigs in human clothing! Welcome to a special Halloween edition of Tech Tools. I am Scott Dunlop reporting from a spooky missile silo deep in the heart of Texas. And with me today is...
2: I am Dean Ledwig, just out here trying to uh, contribute to the death of the mainstream media on this Halloween in my bunker in the Blue Ridge Mountains. How you doing today, Scott? Doing good, doing good. And I want to go ahead and give a shout
1: out to Ken Styles. It is actually his birthday today. Oh, wow, he's getting old. Yeah, he wears that mask all year round. It's pretty scary. <laughs> 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 all right, first off, we'll have a special edition of Wheel of Genders, except it'll be the Halloween edition.
2: What do you got, Dean? All right. <laughs> Today, I'm Robert Bird in a Guy Fawkes mask. Ooh! Therefore, I'm a spooky anonymous cracker. Spooky. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and I'm probably the sc- one of the scariest people I know, uh, Liz Warren. Oh. And this year, I'll be dressing up as Pocahontas. You will definitely scare all the kids
2: away. Yes. And the adults.
1: Yes. <laughs> Going with that, uh, with our Halloween-themed edition, first off, Old buddy Joe, hold on. Let's go, Brandon. Hey. Let's go, Brandon. Hey. Let's
0: go,
1: Let's go, hey. let, 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 Let's go, Brandon. Joe says no Halloween for the White House. Oh. oh, thank you, President Joe Brandon. Yeah, President Joe Biden and First Lady Jill Biden, and let's not forget, she's a doctor. Doctor Jill Biden, have canceled the tradition of Halloween party at the White House citing their travel plans to Europe for the reason.
2: Uh, cancel culture hits White House uh, Halloween? Mm,
1: maybe. Why can't they have it when he's not there?
2: Because he wouldn't be able to dress up and be even spookier than he is.
1: But he's already the crypt keeper. <laughs> <laughs> Except the only difference is that he doesn't know where he is. Well, that kind of helps. Does he even know he's in Europe right now?
2: Does he even know he's the president? <laughs> probably not. He probably thinks it's Halloween every day, and he just dresses up and goes up to a podium, and then slowly walks away.
1: Well, they don't want to get him near children because they may ask an unscripted question.
2: Well, then he may he may start sniffing.
1: Oh yeah, I didn't even think you of that. Forgot one. <laughs> about that one, didn't you? Get sniffed by the president? <laughs> Is it
2: a trick or a treat? A little bit of both. <laughs> Oh, shit. Oh, president pervert.
3: (laughs) (laughs)
1: Anyway, speaking of being canceled, so the word spooky is racist now.
2: That's why I'm spooky today.
1: Actually, that's what's really frightening is that they're policing language. The National Theatre of Scotland has decided that the use of the word spooky has racist and oppressive connotations. Since it is unlikely that anyone has used spooky as a racial slur, it is evident that potentially any term can become a target of the language police. So what
2: you're saying is since the word spooky hasn't been used as a racial slur, mm-hmm. it is a racial slur. Yeah, yeah, because they're not using it. Uh, oh, well, this is like, you know, the whole white fragility, white guilt, white whatever. Um white, theory white, that, white, white. <laughs> <laughs> the, well, it's the theory that if you deny that you're a racist, that proves you're a racist.
1: Yeah, yeah. So n- anything that you say, you know, silence is violence, but words, words are murder. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> what?
2: Huh?
1: <laughs> All right. So Somebody give me the, the uh, volume 11 of Newspeak so I can figure out what the hell we're talking about.
2: Somebody just get me off this damn merry-go-round. Talk,
1: speaking of Halloween, let's talk about what people think is an offensive costume. Okay, which could be practically so anything.
2: What am I gonna wear this year? Yeah, that's what you're saying.
1: So this comes from some site called Odyssey, who the hell knows, but 11 highly offensive Halloween costumes highly. To avoid this Halloween. Any sort of sexy princess?
2: Damn. I was going to go as a sexy princess.
1: Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> or any other childhood character or cartoon children identify with. Mm, you know, look. Cinderella? Halloween has, has sexy
3: been. Sexy <laughs> Cinderella?
1: Halloween has been the. Uh, kind of the season for women to release their inner slut
2: Well, yeah yeah i mean you know how many sexy nurse costumes get sold
1: yeah and devil costumes
2: sexy this and everything is sexy something Mm -hmm. strange that it's not the men that get sexy something costumes
1: yep number two girl scout what well i guess it's offensive because there's no girl or boy scouts there's the the they scouts oh good lord yeah.
2: A tampon? Okay, that's offensive. That's just some bad taste. Yeah. It's not really offensive. Genitals of any kind. I have no words. <laughs> <laughs> so, wait a minute. Wait a minute. So, all those women's march protests with the uh, the pussy hats? I'm offended. Those are now offensive and they can't wear them? Yeah. The
1: crocheted pussy hats? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Hitler. Number five. I get it. That's just in bad taste. That's, it's in it's bad taste. It's you know. just wrong. Okay. All right. Here's one we're really going to talk about. All right. Here we go.
2: A culturally appropriating costume. So Damn, I was going to go as a mariachi band player.
1: Yeah. Well, the, the, <laughs> the thing that they're really targeting is Day of the Dead. So okay. anybody who dresses as a skeleton in a skirt or a tuxedo, that's culturally appropriating.
2: So I got to throw away my skeleton T-shirt.
1: I guess I don't know, but yeah, you're right. The mariachi band, uh, Pocahontas.
2: Pocahontas. That's out of there. An well, Indian. Uh. So, Liz. Mm-hmm. You're gonna go as Pocahontas? Yeah, I'm gonna go. That's cultural appropriation. Hey, man,
1: I'm unapologetic. Awesome. Uh, the next one, let's see, cowboy. Cowboy? Yeah, because it's racist and oppressive because they beat Haitians at the border. Oh, oh no! Wait a minute,
2: but that didn't happen. Oh, but the pictures.
1: Hmm.
2: Yeah. Yeah. The guy was holding the reins of his horse.
1: Yeah. Well, going down the list, costume depicting a tragedy, ah, bad taste. Yeah. Next one, Caitlyn Jenner.
2: <laughs> okay, yeah, I wasn't gonna go as Caitlyn Jenner,
1: but wouldn't that just be supporting trans rights?
2: I would think. Hmm. But that's cultural appropriation.
1: Hmm. Bruce Jenner. Dead. Naming. Who's that? Dead naming. Who's Bruce Jenner? <laughs> Yeah, I, I said it. I'm going to get canceled because I are. said Bruce Jenner. That's right. Yeah. Any body shaming costume.
2: So so most people in their normal attire. Look, I'm 145
1: pounds. I'm not. Uh, if I put on a fat suit, I'm shaming somebody. What about us skinny people, man? What about us skinny people?
2: What Because if- I can't put on a skinny suit.
1: What if I dressed up as a lollipop? Because I got a big head and a skinny body. So I kind of look that way anyway. So I paint do. my face red. Would that be red face?
2: Um, oh, Indians. Ugh. Cultural appropriation is a lollipop. Yeah.
1: Go Braves, by the way. Oh, yeah.
2: Redskins. <laughs> they're,
1: the they're, they're in the World Series right now. Yeah,
2: but, but they won't be. It's
1: racist long. to follow them because of the, what, what they did in, with the voting rules in, in Atlanta or in Georgia, that is, not Atlanta, that's not a state, but Georgia, and come to find out, New York state has stricter voting laws than Georgia.
2: Really? Yeah. Huh. but that's racist. That's racist. New York's racist, too. You're disenfranchising people.
1: Yeah. So uh, the Braves, if you support the Braves, that's racist. Well, of course it is. Mm Mm-hmm. I don't want to hog it here, but I do have one more one more story. There you about, go for it. Since I said baseball, yeah, PETA, people eating tasty animals. Yes, <laughs> they call for bullpen rename, an outdated term, arm barn. What? Arm barn. Yeah. So what the? They want to rename bullpen to arm barn.
2: I have no words for those people. Okay, I'm going to go out and say it on air. Mm -hmm. PETA are some of the dumbest people I've ever come across that have a platform. Yeah, if you guys think PETA is a a
1: good organization, Google this. How many animals does PETA euthanize a year? Oh, yeah. It'll surprise
2: you. More than Fauci does.
1: So anyway, they say that the term bullpen is offensive to bovine.
2: I oh. want to know the bovine that complained.
1: Yeah, I wanna I wanna see I wanna see that letter <laughs> that the bovine wrote oh. in protest of this. <laughs> I mean,
2: don't get me wrong. I've seen some billboards that Bovine have written. Yeah. The spelling yeah. sucks. Yeah, it does but suck. But they do tell you to eat chicken. Yeah. They do um, tell you to eat chicken. But I, yeah, I'm not, I, I, I'm wondering, how do you offend a cow? Yeah. Seriously. Seri- I mean, seriously, who got offended by this and said it was offensive to Bovine? I want to know the stupid person. I mean, that is just, Stupid.
1: Yeah. They're gonna take away bullshit next. Because, bullshit. Because that's offensive to both bulls and fecal matter. <laughs> that's
2: a bunch of bull.
1: Yes, it is. Well, time to give you a turn, Dean. What do you got for us today? I got nothing to follow that.
2: <laughs> it's just a bunch of bullshit. Um speaking of bullshit, let's go to our government. Um, oh boy. Yeah. Hold Actually, on. Let me, let me get ahead. my waiters on. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So I had proposed a partial conspiracy theory in like episode one or episode two about the supply chain shortage being. Uh, Hold on. You said the word. Yeah, it's kind of necessary, but this one's starting to come true. I'm getting uh, validation for it from our government and from the Washington Post. Well, it's not a conspiracy theory if it's true. There you go. It's no longer a theory. It might be a conspiracy. But anyway, what I had said was that the supply chain shortage was manufactured so that we would start uh, expecting less Mm. and not expecting such... Great service and on demand, and you know, our Amazon packages arriving same day or next day, etc. Well, in the Washington Post, it says rather than living constantly on the verge of throwing a fit and risking taking it out on overwhelmed servers, what struggling shop owners, or late arriving delivery people, we would do ourselves a favor by consciously lowering expectations. Mm. And then, good old uh, peppermint patty. Pissaki. <laughs> uh, Pissaki. Uh, she says it, it's good. Um, let's see. Yeah, she says it's good that prices are going up and that shelves are empty. Because it means people are buying things. Oh, boy. What? Old oh, strawberry what? shortcake is in the alternate dimension. Well, it, it makes me think of the old Bernie quote. When he came back from his uh, honeymoon in Moscow, when he said that bread lines were good because it means people are eating. Yeah. How stupid.
1: Do these people work for PETA? Look, they will believe whatever the sheeple, whatever they throw at the sheeple, they're going to believe it.
2: I think, you know, I honestly believe that there is a large percentage of the population that enjoy or even thrive on being told what to do and what to think.
1: I'm a rule follower.
2: <laughs>
1: yeah, those rule following people. Well, two things I want to say about that. Go for it. The first point is mm-hmm. in 1967, the CIA created the label conspiracy theory, theorist. Uh. So it was a government construct to... Divert you from what was really going on. Yeah, of course. So, cry wolf, basically, mm-hmm. on that whole situation. Number two, Jen piss Aki blaming the consumers for this problem.
0: <laughs> I'm going to
1: go back to where it all fell apart. Okay. And that has to do with gasoline. Okay. You may say, why gasoline? Why gasoline, Scott? (laughs) You said it. (laughs) Why, thank you, Dean. Uh, So one of the first executive orders that got canceled after Trump left office, when we were energy independent, was the pipeline. So what happened after that? We started trucking all this stuff. Mm -hmm. Now, if you study supply chains... There's a uh, one consistent fact in every supply chain. What's that, Scott? Transportation.
2: Well, I would have never known.
1: Mm-hmm. So what are we having a problem with now?
2: Let me Transportation. Guess. Transportation. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and, you know, gas is three dollars and fifty cents right now a gallon. In
2: in the cheapest parts of the country.
1: hmm Well, you may ask folks. Why, why, why would Biden do this? Well, he happens to have some trucking buddies. Huh. And they carry the gas now.
2: Hmm. Well, conspiracy? Not really. Theory?
1: It just looks plain as day to me. So Jen's blaming us for this problem when it's her damn boss who started this whole thing. Yeah. Because after transportation, it's a domino effect. Of course. And we don't have those clean burning electric vehicles that run on coal power
0: <laughs>
1: to charge them. <laughs> so, so, yeah. Yeah. It's And because of the transportation problem, like we talked about last week, you can't get parts for these vehicles to keep them running because the vehicles themselves aren't delivering the parts
2: to keep them running. Right. Chicken and the egg. Yeah. And the vehicles that are out there aren't allowed to go to the ports to get the parts.
1: Yeah, because of EPA regulations.
2: Because the, the, they're, they're older than, I think, uh, I just heard a report that it was 2016. Yeah. I thought it was 2006. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're older than 2016, so they can't come into the ports. Well, DeSantis said, come on in, boys. Hey, all they got to do is come across that Panama Canal. Mm-hmm. Right, right up to Florida. And that's what they're doing right now, too. And they need to. Yeah. They need to hit ports that, that will uh, cater to them. Yeah. Yeah. You know, ports that are actually open 24-7. That's the other thing. You know, the the ports in Los Angeles and Long Beach are not 24-hour ports, mm-hmm. even though they handle 40% of all supply coming in from the Pacific. Well, we need to change that. Well, you'd have to get rid of the unions.
1: Well, no, I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about just geographically. <laughs> let's change oh, well, that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Let's make uh, let's make Florida a major port. Absolutely. And just have everything from China just come that way. I mean, it just it makes sense to me if you're not willing to perform the service because it doesn't feel good, Mm -hmm. then your competitors should get that business.
2: Absolutely. I mean, that's the basis of our economy. Mm -hmm. And, you know, actually, you talked about Biden uh, stopping the pipeline and making us no longer energy independent. Mm -hmm. Um, He also stopped the tariffs that Trump had put in place on Chinese products. Well, so I heard about now, that.
1: I heard about that, but it was all imported products. Okay.
2: Well, I, I'm just I was just going with what we were talking about with mm-hmm. these Chinese products coming in to uh, Los Angeles, and Long Beach. Well, I guess it's China, Taiwan, Japan, Singapore. You know, all of those countries coming across the Pacific. And
1: if I may add,
2: mm-hmm. they're
1: still doing the tariffs against us. Yeah, absolutely.
2: Mm-hmm. But since they're not paying the tariffs, they can pay the extra fuel. To go through the Panama Canal and come up uh, in Florida.
1: Yay!
2: (laughs) Sounds good to me.
1: It's going to be a bad Christmas.
2: It's, you know, they've been preparing us for this for the last few months. Mm -hmm. Order your stuff now, which just means that we'll have a shortage now. You know, it's just like the toilet paper shortage when the pandemic started, which was never a shortage. Yeah. We just, we had shortfalls because people were buying every bit they could find.
1: Well, actually, I have, I have a different perspective on that. Okay. And I studied it quite a bit. There was never a shortage of toilet paper. It's just that toilet paper is so bulky that it takes up a lot of room. Mm-hmm. And so when people started hoarding it, the shelves got cleaned out yeah. fairly quickly. Well, you yeah. know, There was a bunch of toilet paper in the back. Right. So toilet paper takes up a large amount of room, mm-hmm. but people were freaking out about toilet. It's just crazy. It's like when it snows, it's bread and milk. It's like, what are you going to do with bread and milk?
2: Yeah. <laughs> I've never understood that one.
1: Yeah. That's... You know,
2: non-perishable people.
1: And then, you know, <laughs> toilet paper there in a pandemic? I would think, I don't know, um, a gas mask and... uh a bloodborne Tyvek suit?
2: That sounds pretty good. Maybe some distilled water? Yeah. Uh, I, I don't know. It, it never made any sense. It, I think it started off with like a tweet that somebody said we got most of our toilet paper from China.
3: No, and that we don't. That was
2: gonna, I know. I know that we don't. But somebody had said it, mm. and then it propagated, and all the manufacturers, you know, Continental and Northern and all, they all said, no, we make it here. There is no shortage. Yeah. But yet every time you went to the store, it was gone. I I was in a Walgreens and there was a stock boy opening a box in the middle of the aisle and people were standing in line behind him and grabbing uh, packets, packs of toilet paper out of this box before he could even reach in there and pull them out himself.
3: Mm, they were well,
2: reaching over him to get it out of the box. At least it wasn't a fight. A fist fight. <laughs> I was watching for it. Waiting for it. Yeah. I expected it to happen. It's good spectator sport. It. It, it is. It is.
1: <laughs> Fighting over products. Well, <laughs> look, folks, uh, supply chain is a big deal. We've talked about it a lot. Mm-hmm. And we continue to talk about it. You want to see society break down. You're what nine meals away from murder? Yeah. Every city has three days worth of food, in Metropolitan City. Now not me, because you know, I've been involved in uh, DHS programs and FBI programs about disasters. Mm-hmm. And so I follow the DHS guidelines and you can go find those. And we keep ten gallons of fresh water, we keep canned food that mm-hmm. is non-perishable. Uh, ramen noodles is a big one that give you a lot of pop tarts too. Hmm. pop tarts. You eat some pop tarts. Yeah. There's a lot of calories in <laughs> pop tarts and that's what you need every day. You need calories. Yes. But if there's a guy standing there with his child and his child is starving, he's gonna, he's gonna take what you got.
2: Yeah.
1: And that's, and when I wouldn't blame him. That's when society breaks down is when people start starving. Mm-hmm. And people don't realize the supply chain is a very serious situation. I have a feeling that Biden's going to cancel Christmas, too, since he's already done Halloween.
2: It's <laughs> <laughs> well, just all part of the hollow thanksmas season.
1: Well, I, w- I think your uh, your friend would wish that because it's white Christians that celebrate Christmas. Well,
2: yeah. Yeah. So I'm dreaming of a black. Christ- no, that doesn't. That doesn't go. No, that doesn't work. Um. Well. Okay. <laughs> what oh, <else> you got? <laughs> well let's see Ontario in Canada
1: oh Canada because yeah. they don't have enough A's and N's in there of
2: course not up in Canada you know they've been pretty strict about lockdowns and I mean they're obviously not, nowhere near Australia or New Zealand but they've been pretty strict and they're they've been getting more and more Uh, controlled by their government, whether it be speech or, you know, bullying or whatever else. Mm -hmm. Well, Ontario is lifting uh, bans on uh, COVID-19 stuff. Travel restrictions? Uh, Well, not travel restrictions, but it says the Ontario government announced on October 25th capacity limits and distancing rules will be lifted in the majority of settings where proof of vaccination is required. So, you know, we're talking about uh, restaurants, bars, um, other food and drink establishments, indoor sports and recreational facilities, gyms, casinos, bingo halls, indoor meeting spaces, things like that, where you have to show proof of vaccination and you have to social distance and there are lower capacity allowed what about you know, masks? Don't you have to wear masks? <laughs> um, they don't say that you have to wear a mask if you have proof of vaccination. But if you're vaccinated, you can still transmit and catch the virus. Yes, you can. But masks don't really do anything anyway. Which has been proven. Which is what Fauci said. Herr Fauci mm. said "Vax uh, said that masks, masks don't do anything. Uh, and then came out a few months later and said, Oh, oh, we gotta all wear masks. It's theater, folks. It really it's theater.
1: is. Theater.
2: <laughs> but ready for this mm-hmm. in Ontario on January 17th of 2022, so this coming January. Okay. <clears throat> in the absence of concerning trends in public health and healthcare following the winter holiday months, and after students return into in class learning. The provincial government intends to lift the proof of vaccination requirements for restaurants, bars, and settings used for sports and recreational facilities, and casinos, bingo halls, and other gaming establishments. Wow. So, no social distancing, no occupancy uh, max, or, you know, a lower occupancy max, and uh, no vaccination proof, nothing.
1: But what about masks? (laughs)
2: <laughs> they do not talk about masks at all. Damn it. I know you want to wear one.
1: Yeah, yeah, well... You like them. The greatest
2: thing that has ever happened
1: is that now you can wear a mask into a bank, which previously was a felony. <laughs> <laughs> well, hold on. I got more Brandon news. Go for it.
0: Let's
1: go Brandon, hey. let's go Brandon. Hey. We can't seem to... Get any money for our gold star families, for our veterans, mm-hmm. for the people who have actually served this country. Mm-hmm. But We can get four hundred and fifty thousand dollars for being an immigrant.
2: I'm moving. Yeah, I mean, just so moving. I, just so I can, you know, uh, sneak across the border back in.
1: Yeah, so Biden administration talks to pay four hundred and fifty thousand per person. To immigrants separated at the border, per person, per person, four hundred and fifty thousand dollars. Dollars, not pesos. Dollars. Wow. Whatever that they're using in Haiti, I don't know. What wait, that a minute, is. wait a
2: minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Four hundred and fifty thousand puts them in the top one uh, percent. Mm-hmm. So do they have to pay seventy-five percent income tax? Well, on that, I tell you what, you're gonna buy some votes with that. <laughs> yeah, you're gonna buy votes, votes just f- for stating it. So you're paying people four hundred
1: fifty thousand dollars because they broke the law. What kind of clown world are we living in?
2: I'm I, I'm really struggling here. You know, this is just beyond. I was gonna say beyond reason, but it's. Beyond imagination,
1: these people have lost their perspective and their effing
2: minds. And where did they come up with four hundred and fifty thousand dollars?
1: Well, let's look at it. A man and his wife come over with two kids. Yes, four hundred and fifty thousand a piece
2: for each person. All four of them, or the two adults? All four of them. Oh my God! Yeah, it's almost two million dollars. Uh huh. I, I I'm I'm completely at a loss. Most people could retire and never work again yeah, on $2 million. I could do it right now easily.
1: Yeah. <clears throat> the Wall Street Journal reports has reported that the government was considering payments around 450,000 to each person affected. A person familiar with the talks told the Associated Press that the figure was under consideration. But changed, though not dramatically. And I did see a report this morning. It was $460,000. The person spoke on the condition of anonymity because discussions are private. Mm -hmm. About 5,500 children were split up from their parents under President Donald Trump's zero tolerance policy. Okay, that was not. His policy. No. That was Barack Hussein Obama's policy. Absolutely. And it's a good policy. Let me tell you why. Tell me why. Because you don't, if you go to jail, you don't put the damn kid in with you in jail.
2: No. It goes to social service. Not to mention the fact that most of those kids. And I did call the kid it. <laughs> <laughs> well, most of those kids were not in a family unit when they came across. That's right. It was human smuggling. It was, you know, sex trafficking. It was slave trading. And sometimes, very seldom, it was parents who actually paid for their kid to come across me, placed with a family.
1: Well, and also the child is used to pose as the child of the person yes. so that they can get immigrant status.
2: And some of them, some of those children go back and forth. Yeah. So
1: this was done under Barack Obama. And as a matter of fact, you can go out there and YouTube it and see Barack and Biden, mm-hmm. when Biden was vice president, mm-hmm. touring the kids in cages. Yes. Because they're the ones who put
2: it in. Well, the Trump pictures of kids in cages were actually pictures taken during Obama. Trump actually put a stop to this. Biden reenacted it.
1: Yeah, guess what? Folks are still kids in cages. Yes, because Biden reenacted it. Mm-hmm. It's still there. But they're trying to cover it up because Ted Cruz went down there to try to bring a camera in to view the facility and they turned him away at the door. Mm-hmm. So all you kids in cages people out there, guess what? Still going on under Democrat rule this time. So if that makes it all right and it doesn't make it all right for the last administration, you might need to really reevaluate how you look at the world.
2: It's just, I, I don't know how to look at the world anymore. <laughs> <It's>, <laughs> it really? I mean, we truly are in the upside down.
1: Yeah. I mean, it's, it's crazy. It's crazy. Old Brandon uh, <laughs> does that thing and then get ready for it. 26,000 New York City workers remain unvaccinated after Friday deadline.
2: They didn't die?
1: They didn't die. And guess what? They didn't get fired either. What? Yeah. Uh,
2: I remember de Blasio coming out and saying that, you know, uh, we will assume that you have quit or you don't want to work or you don't want to be paid. Come Monday. Yeah. Don't get bullied by your
1: employers to do this. You don't have to do this. And it may be, you know, one of those things where they threaten your job for it. But I don't know. Just hold out. See what happens. Because people aren't going to drop 50% of their workforce. No. They're not going to do it. They're going to back out. A lot of companies have been backing out of it.
2: These These companies cannot survive they think that by this pressure they will get enough people vaccinated that they'll be able to survive as a company. Mm-hmm. And people are pushing back.
1: Yeah. I mean it's it's <laughs> don't be bullied, folks. Be Americans,
2: stand tall, fight against your tyrannical government. Yes. Do your well, do your research and do what you want to do. Yeah. If you want to be vaccinated, you go right ahead, get vaccinated. Get the second shot, get the booster, get the fourth booster that's coming out now. Mm-hmm. Um, it's already been approved. I'm not. Yeah. This is not hypothetical. Pfizer now has a fourth shot um, that's already been approved. Right now, it's only for the immunocompromised, but that's the same thing they said for uh, the booster that they've already started giving.
1: Well, hey, look, I got close friends and family members that are vaccinated. Go do your deal, man. That's the thing. Go do your deal. Don't make me do it because I don't feel like I need it. Yeah. I don't go to the doctor much anyway because I'm a perfectly healthy human being. There's nothing wrong with me. I don't need right. your
2: pharmaceuticals. I just don't need them. I'm with you. I, I, haven't, God, I haven't been to the doctor since like 2013. <laughs> that might be a little too long. It might be. <laughs> but, you know, I'm I'm of that generation of, you know, you don't go unless you really need to.
1: Look. Uh, my doctor, he's a great guy, and he asked me, he's, he's like, do you want the vaccination? I said, no. He's like, okay. And that was it. That was the end of that conversation. Yeah. He didn't ask again. But there is a report out that if you get somebody vaccinated, then you actually get money. And I'll have to look that one up.
2: Well, I do know. I don't know about the vaccinated, but if they say they don't want, if if you're a doctor and you're Patient says they don't want vaccinated, and then you take five minutes to explain the benefits of vaccinating. Mm-hmm. You will get money for vaccination consultation. That's right. Yes. It's like five hundred bucks or a yeah. thousand bucks or something. Mm-hmm. Um, free five hundred from yeah. government
1: every time for five minutes. Yeah,
2: yeah. I'm sure there's no fraud going on with that, though. No, but then if your patient comes to you with a Uh, medical release
3: Mm -hmm.
2: um, a lot of doctors are being told that if they sign a medical release for any of their patients they will lose their medical license
1: awesome so (laughs) yeah it's great isn't it yeah that's good stuff
2: well (laughs) government by the people for the people what speaking of that Fauci hates dogs of course he does
1: so Mangala I mean Dr. Fauci Air Fauci joseph mangala i mean fauci sorry i can't stop saying it <laughs> the angel of death i mean uh
2: no, we can go with that. The
1: great healer Thank uh god the one responsible for all the gay men dying during yes. the 80s because yes. of azt hold on why do i keep saying this stuff it just keeps coming to mind maybe because it's true the mass murderer i mean fauci oh god i can't stop doing it um well he's killing dogs of course he is. So Little Beagle Puppies, he signed the order for the research to put boxes on their heads and put bugs in those boxes to eat their faces off.
2: Yes. Yeah, flesh-eating uh, bugs. Why? He wanted to see. I I, I don't know. I, I, I don't know the true purpose of it, um, but it's as sadistic as, as it gets.
1: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Oh, my. (laughs) So, I'm a dog lover, and this is just enough to throw it over the edge for Fauci for me. Um, Not that I wasn't already uh, not a big fan, Mm -hmm. (laughs) but I'm definitely not a big fan now.
2: (laughs) Well, I'm going to defend Fauci on something. Um, This is not going to happen often, probably never happen again. But there is a rumor going around that Fauci, uh, his department had done some tests on monkeys where they used acid to actually get rid of part of the monkey's brain so that it would create fear responses in the monkey so it would constantly be terrified and then show them terrifying pictures.
1: Are you talking like acid like LSD or are you talking like acid like I'm thinking like
2: like actual acid, acid. Oh, wow. Like Like
1: hydrochloric acid? Yeah. Yeah.
2: That is a rumor. Dr. Fauci and his team did not do that. Mm -hmm. It was a different team in the NIH. Oh, okay. The fact checkers are coming out and saying, no, it never happened. It never happened. Well, no. It didn't happen by Fauci's team in the NIH. It was a different team in the NIH that did it.
1: Misdirection.
2: Yeah. But it's called misinformation. Mm -hmm. Uh. (laughs) Mm-hmm. Gotta love fact checkers. Yeah. Censors? Yeah. I think that's Internas- like they're synonymous the, or the, interchangeable. The International Fact Checking Organization. Yeah. It's an actual organization hmm. of censors. Yeah. I know where, what can happen to them. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> well, speaking of international, have you heard about the global tax reform? I think I did hear something about this, but please continue. Yeah, the G20 gets together. It used to be like the G7. Well, the G20 got together in Rome, and after years of negotiations, uh, they endorsed a historic deal aimed at ending tax havens, although some developing countries complain it still falls short. Mm. Some 136 countries representing more than 90% of the global GDP have signed on to the e uh, sorry oecd broker deal to get more fairly to to more fairly tax multinational companies and enact a minimum tax on global corporations of 15%. Some countries are wanting 22%. Now this is on top of taxes they already pay. Yeah. Now granted you hear it all the time, well Amazon doesn't pay any taxes. Bullshit. Oh, I'm sorry. That was offensive. No. Oops. That was offensive to cows. It is. But you know what? Bullshit. (laughs) I want. Okay. Anybody who gets a paycheck. Mm -hmm. Look at your your taxes on your paycheck, on your uh, check statement that you get. What you pay in income tax, the company also pays. Mm -hmm. You pay half of the actual income tax on your income. Mm. The company pays the other half. Um, it's, it's an equal split. So they are paying taxes.
3: Mm
2: -hmm. Um, they're paying a lot of taxes. Now multiply that by all the employees of a company, say Amazon, for example, that's a lot of money. Yeah. Now Amazon does get a lot of tax breaks that they shouldn't, you know, these, these, we talked about it a few weeks ago. Yeah. The shopping malls. Yeah. Uh, $150 billion in tax breaks, mm-hmm. or $150 million, sorry, in tax breaks to move into a certain area where they're not going to create much actual employment. It's just going to be people transferring from other jobs. Mm-hmm.
1: <clears throat> well, I harken back to idiocracy where Costco was the only company that you could deal with, and yeah. they,
2: it was uh, Costco University, and... It's going to be that with Amazon soon. Yeah. I mean, the Amazon... Or Facebook,
3: mm-hmm.
2: I think they're gonna they're in the, going to end up combining soon, mm. um, or at least partnering. Maybe not combining, but partnering.
3: Well,
1: Facebook's drowning anyway, but we'll we'll get to that later.
2: But uh, this E O C D is the Organization for Economic and Cooperation and Development. It's an international organization that works to build better policies. Build back better. Mm-hmm. Build better policies for better lives. Our goal is to shape policies that foster prosperity, equality, opportunity, and well-being for all. Together with governments, policymakers, and citizens, we work on establishing evidence-based international standards and finding solutions to a range of social, economic, and environmental challenges, from improving economic performance and creating jobs to fostering strong education and fighting international tax evasion. We provide a unique forum and knowledge hub for data and analysis, exchange of experiences, best practice sharing, and advice on public policies in international standard settings. Let the dollars roll in, son. Sounds sounds to me like the World Economic Forum, and they're a great reset. Mm-hmm. They need money,
1: money, of money, they money, do. money.
2: Of course, they do. They need money, and they need power. Taxation
1: is theft. It is. It's stealing somebody else's hard work to give to somebody else. Yeah.
2: Yeah. um, Charity is great. Government shouldn't be the charity. Yeah. I give to charities. I do too. Um, I give to many charities. Um, Depending on what they offer and what they do, I research them. And, you know, I have no problem with that. That's how it's supposed to work. Mm Mm-hmm. Now, I have no problem with a government safety net, limited government safety net, but when that net becomes a lifelong process, you know, it's no longer a net. UBI, universal basic income. That's it. And considering uh, he didn't win the presidential nominee, (laughs) you know. Oh, poor Bernie. (laughs) No, uh, Yang? Yang. Yang. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, that, was his, that was his platform,
0: mm-hmm.
2: $1,000 a month to everybody over 18. Oh, good Lord. And, you know, considering that didn't make it, that kind of shows you what the public actually thinks about UBI.
1: Well, yeah, people who have jobs don't want to pay for the people who don't want jobs. No. Uh, nobody
2: wants to go to work. And if everybody was getting $1,000 of this UBI a month, prices on everything would go up. Oh,
1: I don't know. where. Where's that happening now? Everywhere. Everywhere. <laughs> Good old inflation. Mm, it's wonderful, isn't it? Yeah. Well, we did talk about the 450,000 to mm-hmm. immigrants. Well, to date, this year, yes, we spent $332 billion on immigration.
2: Is that billion with a B?
1: With a B. Billion. $332 billion. Wow. So this open borders thing's doing pretty good. This is awesome. And we just need to get rid of the horses at <laughs> <It's> the border patrol.
2: <laughs> no more split reins. Yeah. Yeah. I don't hear a whole
1: lot of apologies coming out of that right now.
2: And you won't? No. Because they're never wrong. Well, they might be mistaken, but they're never wrong.
1: Yeah. Border patrol to fire up to. 5,000 agents over vaccine mandate.
2: You know, I, I see... In, uh, this started to happen about four or five years ago. Um, mm-hmm. And then it got uh, kind of quelled. But I see, in the near future, militia forming at the border. No,
1: it's already happening. It's happening I mean, all well, over
2: again. But I see that happening and some serious uh action mm-hmm. you know they used to just patrol and they would try to pick people up and the uh the cartels who are shooting at our national guard <laughs> shooting these militia these <laughs> militia guys are going to take it's them out back, yeah
1: they're going to take them out well most of them from texas and in texas we say if you try to kill me i'll try to kill you back that's right So, U.S. Border Patrol plans to fire agents who don't receive the COVID-19 vaccine. According to reports on Friday, the agency is looking to enforce Joe Biden's federal vaccine mandate, except for postal workers, Uh by the end of November. And Congress. Mm -hmm. They said those who refuse to do it without approved religious or medical exemptions could face action up to termination. Critics said this was only complicate the further complicated crisis at the southern border where over 1.5 million illegal immigrants have crossed in 2021 alone. Arizona Representative Andy Biggs said he believes as many as 5,000 agents could separate from the Border Patrol over this issue.
2: Mm. Not good. So wait a minute. Wait a minute. They're gonna get fired for not getting the vaccine while they process in hundreds of thousands
3: unvaccinated of unvaccinated
2: people. people. Yes. And don't even test those unvaccinated people. Don't require them to get vaccinated. Don't that would be racist. Oh that would be discrimination. Uh, that'd be a bunch of bullshit. Oh yeah. sorry. There I go again. <laughs> So, yeah, clown world.
1: <laughs> we are just living in the clown world. It's awesome. And the biggest clown's
2: old Brandon. You know, you said that the postal workers aren't uh, required to get those, man- those uh, vaccines. They're not mandated. Yep. You know, Congress isn't either.
1: No, they're not, and they've been treated with ivermectin, too. 200 of them
2: Yeah. have been treated with ivermectin. Look it up, folks. Google it. Well, I was watching a thing last week. This doctor in San Diego has a 100% success rate treating COVID patients with ivermectin. Hmm. Over 6,000 patients. So it's not a small sample.
1: Yeah, and that's a, let's see... Pennies a pill, and yeah. it's, if they want to get tricky about it, you know there's places out there right now you can buy a COVID treatment pack mm-hmm. that has ivermectin, zinc, and doxicillin.
2: Doxycycline, right? Di- doxycycline.
1: Yep. Yeah. So you can buy that for about ten bucks a pack. Yeah. But the new Pfizer medication that they're coming out with, seven hundred dollars a treatment.
2: Oh, that, the uh, Merck. Oh, Merck, Merck yeah. yeah.
1: Which Merck invented
2: ivermectin. ivermectin yes. Mm-hmm. But see, the patent for ivermectin has yes. run out. Yes. So now if they promote ivermectin as a treatment, mm-hmm. then all the companies that make generic medications can make it you know, for pennies on the dollar. There's no money to be made by Merck for ivermectin.
1: Yeah, and that's why they're suppressing it.
2: And um, as of recently... Ivermectin is now being listed on the FDA site as either a valid treatment or a treatment that's under investigations to become valid for COVID. Finally. It's being used... Okay. Let's just talk some numbers. Okay. The United States has over 700,000 deaths attributed to COVID. hmm Whether they were or not, you know, that's more than debatable. But contributed to COVID. contributed number one in the world
1: but didn't die of COVID
2: well let's just let's just go with this it's a funny okay? math I right can, yeah let's just go with what they're stating mm-hmm. India who has uh, four times almost four times the population we do over three almost four times the population we do have uh, around 450 thousand or 450 thousand deaths yeah little over half mm-hmm. what we do. Now, they have a population that is significantly higher. Mm-hmm. They should have a whole lot more deaths. But the treatment in India is the blister pack you were just talking about.
1: Really? Yes. I can't believe that.
2: Yeah, I think one relates to another. Correlation, causation, you know, to me, as a lay person... I am not a doctor. Mm -hmm. Um, I am not in the medical sciences, Mm -hmm. but it seems to make pretty good sense to me. Well, here we go.
0: So this isn't
1: really a conspiracy theory because it's happening in front of you, gaslighting. And that's what it is. These companies want you to buy expensive medications. And if there's something cheaper out there, they don't want it out there. They don't want it out there. They want to charge you as much as possible to get. Look, they don't care whether you live or die. They just want to make the money on the treatment. Exactly. The money's in the treatment, not the cure. Right. And why do I say that? Well, here's an example as to how. Pharmaceutical companies control the media. Mm-hmm. Okay, this is not a conspiracy theory, this is fact. Watch the nightly news, see, unless it's a competitor, see how many drug stories, negative drug stories that they have out there, and then in the commercials, count how many drug commercials there are. And whoever's sponsoring that, whoever pays the bills and I'm going to say UBI too because you Mm -hmm. can think of it the same way, Yeah, is who controls what you you see. So here, this is real. This is real. I'm going to play this clip, and this is real. Listen to all these news programs that are supported by a drug company, one specific one in mind, and here we go. It'll only be one minute. I know that may be a long clip, but here we go
2: And this is Tech Tools, not brought to you by Pfizer.
1: Exactly. So whoever whoever pays you owns you. Do you know
2: that Pfizer has trucks going out, you know, buses, medical type buses going out to schools, setting up vaccination stations.
1: Get them kids vaxed. Yeah.
2: <laughs> and it's Pfizer. It's not CVS. It's not Walgreens. It's not the government. Some government agency. It's Pfizer. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: Uh, Well, just go look at their profits when everybody else was basically starving to death because the mom and pop shops Mm -hmm. got shut down. Look at who was making the money the entire time. And look who's still making the money. Mm -hmm. And then look at the politicians that aren't really hurting. And I said politicians. I didn't say Republicans. I didn't say Democrats. I said politicians. Because there's some dirty stuff going on here.
2: The ones that are... That have been in politics for a really long time, and are multimillionaires on a one hundred and thirty to one hundred and fifty thousand dollars a year salary.
1: <laughs> Pussy, um, excuse me.
2: <clears throat> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so there's a uh, there, there's a bartender who uh, became a congresswoman mm. who <laughs> is. Probably going to probably becoming quite wealthy right now.
1: Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. But
2: then again, she's a socialist. So how does that work?
1: Well, so the mandate is going to be handled by Mm -hmm. OSHA. They're going to be the ones who are writing the guidelines as to who gets to screw you out of a job, Mm -hmm. uh, which nothing's come of yet. OSHA openly advocates ignoring vaccine-related injuries. So glass glass half full on the vaccine, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) So they're not going to look at anything negative that may happen. They're only going to look at the positive.
2: So it's all good. uh, Well, what happened was they were requiring companies to... uh, Suppress? No, to submit uh, vaccine issues, right? Issues with the vaccine... Yeah, side effects, etc. And then they realized they were getting way too many of them. Mm. And said, stop sending them. Yeah. And then they said, you're no longer required to send them at all. Mm-hmm. I don't think they've actually come out and said, don't send them at all. But they've come out and said, you no you're no longer required to.
1: So here's the question, are adverse reactions to COVID-19 vaccines recordable on the Ocean OSHA, not ocean, <laughs> <laughs> uh record-keeping log? And the answer to that is the DOL and OSHA, as well as other federal agencies, are working diligently to encourage COVID-19 vaccinations. OSHA does not wish to have any appearance of discrimination Discouraging workers from receiving the COVID-19 vaccinations and also does not wish to disincentivize, disincentivize,
2: disincentivize
1: employers' vaccination efforts. As a result, OSHA will not enforce 29 CFR 1904's record-keeping requirements. They're not going to mm-hmm. enforce a requirement. Yes. This crazy and will not enforce requirements to employees to record worker side effects from COVID-19 vaccinations, at least through May 2022. We will regulate the agency's position that time to determine the best course of action moving forward. So let's suppress the negative effects yeah. and only put out the positive. So.
2: Sounds like I'm, a glass I'm half full. I'm a pretty bright guy. Mm-hmm. I have a pretty good command of the English language. Yeah. They're not going to enforce a requirement. Mm. Requirement required. Okay. Uh, but not enforce. So then it's not required if it's not enforced. So then I'm getting confused. It's just a suggestion. There's there's been a whole lot of uh, circular stuff in this episode that just blows my mind. Yeah, it's clown world. (laughs) It is. It's clown world. Let's let's just
1: go against the regulations that we've put in so that we can have this pushed through, at least through the mandate deadline. Hmm. (laughs) Well, you know, I... <sighs> the government hiding facts from you?
3: Hmm.
2: Oh, my God. Uh, yeah, it's just, it. it it's mind-blowing. They're so blatant these days. I mean, it's always happened. Every government in the history of the world has done things like, you know, hid things from their, their constituents, their publics, mm-hmm. their serfs, mm-hmm. you know, however you want to look at it their sheep yeah um but now it's just blatant yeah you know it's just we don't care look this is what we're gonna tell you this is what we want you to believe i know it doesn't make any sense but that's what you're gonna that's what you get
1: trust us we're the government we're and here we to d- help
2: yeah oh my god <laughs> well i mean they came out <laughs> They just came out and said that COVID shots are more protective than past infections. And that's crap. That is so Mm anti-scientific. Okay, think about it this way. The vaccine makes your body create an immunoresponse to COVID, to a degree. That's what they say anyway. The actual virus also makes you create an immune response to COVID. hmm Now.
1: Just like chickenpox. Yes.
2: If you have it, if you have it, your body creates the uh, immunization, the white cells, et cetera, that you need to fight against it. Right. The vaccine simulates that, supposedly, but... You got to keep getting these boosters. Mm-hmm. And again, they just came out with a fourth shot that's already been approved. Um, you got to get your quarterly updates. Well, the if you've had COVID, your response is going to be 10 times better. That's a known fact, has always been a known fact. Mm-hmm. How can they come out and do this? How can they say this? It's so anti-scientific, so anti-logic. When I see
1: the word misinformation, I'm going to automatically put a star by it, not a gold star. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to put a star by it, and I'm going to think gaslighting every time because it's just like when the CIA put in, Conspiracy theorists mm-hmm. as a term. They mm-hmm. invented it. Yes. To distract from what was really going on. Yes. And so if they want to belittle you, they'll say you're spreading misinformation. Yeah.
2: It's an easy and it's these days it's become such a normal normalized term that, you know, people almost instantly believe that it's misinformation. It truly is misinformation, even let's, if it's not.
1: Well, let's go back in the time machine. <laughs> let's go back not so long ago when you got canceled for saying it was a lab leak. You were a conspiracy theorist nut job mm-hmm. for saying, even saying that you got kicked off. Twitter, yes. Facebook, Instagram, you got kicked off. Yes. You got publicly shamed by and. Uh, public opinion. And let me tell you, folks, if that matters to you, that you get shamed publicly, you really need a backbone. Yeah. You really need a
2: backbone. It's not really publicly, it's just on social media.
1: On social media. Yeah. By by a couple of idiots and who a bunch talk of fake tra-
2: people, anyway,
1: who tro- talk trash. Y- you know what the best thing about Twitter is? What's that? Not being on it.
2: <laughs> <laughs> That's it. I I'm don't with you. really
1: give a crap about what people say on Twitter. I just don't. You shouldn't either. No. No. What other people think about you doesn't matter. So everybody's getting hoodwinked on this deal. Everybody's getting hoodwinked. Nobody's saying that COVID is not real. It's real.
2: No, absolutely it is.
1: But they're also telling you that your immunity is not good enough and you need to get a shot that is $50 per shot to get
2: so how many shots are in a vial that apparently keeps wearing out faster and faster and faster
1: exactly that you need to get it quarterly you need a quarterly update just like you need to file your taxes quarterly yeah. if you own a business mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. sound familiar hmm. Hmm. so don't let these guys bully you and into something you don't want to do if you don't want to do it don't do it if you don't want to support the pharmaceutical companies and their billions and earnings Then don't. Mm -hmm. And, you know, live free or die. What happened to that?
2: It's gone by the wayside. Freedom or death. Live live free as long as the government says you're free.
1: Mm -hmm. Stand up for your rights. You can get another job. Yeah. There's another job out there. And people will hire you because there is a shortage, especially yeah.
2: in the IT sector. There's a, there are a lot of jobs right now.
1: Yeah, I mean, you can go, you can't swing a dead cat or, or in Fauci's case, a dead puppy, mm. without hitting a job somewhere. <laughs>
0: <laughs> That's it, man. Game over, man. It's game over.
1: Well, with all that good news, we're gonna switch gears for a minute, and uh, we'll go on to tech news.
2: Hello, IT. Have you tried turning it off and on again?
1: So, as usual, <laughs> we're going to go. <laughs> a certain subject we talk about a lot. Go ahead, Dean.
2: All right, it is the Zuck time. Okay, um, as skeptics point out, uh, what appears to be an attempt to change the subject from the Facebook papers... Uh, the leaked document trove, so dubbed by a consortium of news organizations that include the AP and others, uh, many of these documents first described by former Facebook employee turned whistleblower Frances Hogan, who I'm pretty sure she's a spook. I mean, you know, you can't prove it, but... Spooky. Yeah, I'm thinking she's spooky. Facebook CEO Mark Zuckerberg said his company is rebranding itself as Meta in an effort to encompass its virtual reality vision for the future. Too much bad press? Change the name. There you go. Well, he's calling it the metaverse, Mm. and he's been using that for a long time. Um, uh, But, yeah, they've rebranded their entire company. Uh, Facebook app along with Instagram, WhatsApp, and Messenger are here to stay. They're not going to be changing their names, but the company's corporate structure uh, will start trading under the new ticker MVRS, which is for Metaverse, but um, they are rebranding as Meta so he can finally uh, bring to fruition or, or completely fail his Metaverse imagination, which is essentially uh, Zuckerberg controlling the entire Internet. Well, I think you watch Ready Player One one too many times. Well, I was going to say, if you haven't watched Ready Player One, or even if you have, watch it again. This time, watch it as if it's a documentary. hmm Because this is what he's looking for. Um, he's uh, essentially wanting everybody to do everything virtually. Well, think about it. I think we talked about this. I don't know if we talked about this last week or not, but if you have watched Ready Player One, you'll understand the term stacks which were where people were living in inner cities, there were mobile homes stacked one on top of each other. Yeah. Out in Los Angeles, they're creating their own version of stacks using empty storage containers. Which are trailers. Those, yeah, those big uh, shipping containers. They're converting those into apartments and stacking them one on top of each other, mm-hmm. creating their own stacks. And the, the thing is, you would think they're doing this to offer lower cost housing. No. It's the same price as all the other super expensive apartments out there.
1: Get a premium to live in a box. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> exactly. Literally live in a box.
2: It, 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 <laughs> <laughs> well, there are
1: enough homeless out there. They, they enjoy living in boxes anyway.
2: Well, you know, it's, you think of it as an Internet brought to life or a, like a 3D rendered version of the Internet. He mm-hmm. um, describes it as a virtual environment that you can go inside of instead of just looking at on a screen. It's essentially a world of endless interconnected virtual communities where you can meet, you can talk, and then you can bounce from one uh, environment to another using their Oculus headsets, which I think are being rebranded as well. Yeah. Um, It's uh, in one article it says, it's the next evolution of connectivity where all those things start to come together in a seamless doppelganger universe so you're living your virtual life the same way you're living your physical life.
1: Okay, I'm going to put my different hat on and I'm going to say something totally different. Okay. <laughs> so where's the money? Well, if you guys have been watching the ridiculousness of uh, NFCs, mm-hmm. this is where the money is being made. The marketing's going to say, We're bringing people together, but you know, it'd be better than that. A cowboy hat that you pay $200 for digitally.
2: A picture of a cowboy
1: hat, A picture of a cowboy hat,
2: which can be copied and sent all over the place, but only one has the digital signature on it.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So this is, uh, this is where this is going. This is where the money is. Well, it's going to be just
2: like in-game purchases. Mm -hmm.
1: Yeah, that started uh, a while back, uh, Pay to Win, and it really was big on Call of Duty, and they got in a lot of trouble for that. Uh, Loot boxes Mm -hmm. is what they had. So these NFCs, what you're going to see is people paying real money for digital assets. And to call it a digital asset, here's the thing. Uh, When I was a young buck and early in my digital career. I had a Commodore 64 and I spent an entire day putting in code from a magazine, <laughs> a ski game. Cause uh-huh. I wanted to play this stupid ski uh-huh. game. I did all that work. Probably did it, uh, coded for 10 hours and got that ski game, played it for about an hour. And then the power went off.
2: <laughs> and, bye bye ski game. And
1: it went poof into the universe. And that's what these NFCs are. They're poof into the universe. They're only yeah. something if... Uh, brings back an old old saying that my granddad used to say, it's only worth what people are willing to pay for it. Yeah. And if you're willing to pay for this, I'm sorry, you're a moron. You are a moron. Mm-hmm. If you're paying for stuff for your... If you're paying for clothes for your avatar, uh, that's dumb. Yeah. That's dumb. And if you're paying Zuck for that, you're really dumb.
2: Absolutely. But people will do it. People, people will, will do, do, it. do it. You know, left and right, though, will do this. It's
1: because they're losers. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, guys, <clears throat> go out and meet space. Or they call it <laughs> IRL now. But yeah. go go out and meet space and, and meet some real friends. You know, <sighs> Get over your self imposed social anxiety crap and grow a little in your life, in your confidence, mm-hmm. and go out and meet people and go meet people you normally wouldn't mix with. Because you know what? If somebody believes diff- different than you, that doesn't make them bad, that just makes them different. Mm-hmm. I like to talk to people who don't agree with me all the time to yes, get a different absolutely. perspective. To, to really check my own motives yeah in life.
2: Well, they're saying that you know you can uh, you'll be able to virtually walk into stores and try on clothing and purchase it. <laughs> and I was thinking, you know when I read that, I thought, well, yeah, but you're never gonna wear the clothing that you purchased because you're gonna be in your PJs all day, <laughs> sitting on your couch with your oculus gl- goggles on. Mm-hmm. And walking around to virtual stores and talking virtually to people.
1: Well, and like like a good avatar, your avatar probably weighs 150 pounds less than you actually do. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it just uh,
2: it's it's mind blowing. Um, you know, we already distance ourselves too much from human connection. Mm-hmm. This will. Do even more so while feeling like we're getting more human connection, we'll actually be getting less.
1: I witnessed it two weeks ago at dinner. We went out with some friends and acquaintances. Mm-hmm. They were talking about TikTok, and I brought up that TikTok was the arm of the of yep. of the Chinese government mm-hmm. intelligence agency. And that person shut down immediately. Like yep. I wasn't even there. Yep. And it's that whole lack of discussion that I'm going to shut down emotionally. Mm-hmm. If you say something that I don't like, I'm going to have to go get a tube of seal.
2: Well, it, it negates my world opinion.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. If I'm not in my bubble where everybody agrees with me, it's a hostile environment. I don't know what to do with new ideas. <laughs>
2: wait a minute, people don't agree with me? They must be wrong. Now I'm feeling oppressed. Mm-hmm. And now I'm offended.
1: Now, how's, here's how important most people are. If you died, mm-hmm. there'd probably be about five people who'd be sad. But guess what? The whole rest of the world would keep on spinning. Yeah.
2: Yeah, absolutely. Now, they're saying it's going to take 10 to 15 years to develop, you know, responsible products for the metaverse. <laughs> They had to throw um, that in
1: after all the uh, documents about how they were creating yeah. uh, bad spaces for women.
2: <laughs> well, and it, it's a term. Metaverse is a term coined by writer Neal Stephenson for the 1992 science fiction novel Snow Crash. <laughs> I like it, um, but it'll be like they're just saying it'll be like going to a virtual concert, take a trip online, uh, buy and try on digital clothing. Uh, the metaverse could also be a game changer for the work from home shift Mm -hmm. amid the coronavirus pandemic. Um, instead of seeing coworkers on a video call grid, employees could see them virtually. Mm -hmm. You know, you could actually be virtually sitting in a conference room with those people or their avatars, actually. Um, instead of just looking at them on the screen. I, I just don't know. Um. Dystopian future. Yeah, earlier, sounds well, like. they've got some of that software already. Mm. Uh, there's a company called Horizon. Uh, or no, it's Horizon is actually a, a product launched by Facebook. And, you know, early reviews are not good. But it says for users who can afford it, uh, they would be able to, through their avatars, flip between virtual worlds created by different companies uh t- 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 it'll, it's going to require competing technology platforms to agree on a set of standards so there aren't people in the Facebook metaverse and other people in the Microsoft metaverse that can't go back and forth between each other i don't know um this stuff scares me yeah well cuz think about okay dating
3: mhm
2: okay um you're going to get into this metaverse in your avatar and you're going to meet someone you know, because you're going to be going to concerts and <laughs> movies and and different things. <laughs> and months down the road, <laughs> yeah. You know, when you finally convince somebody to meet you in person, what are they going to look like? What are they going to actually be like? Because if you're in this metaverse, mm-hmm. you're essentially anonymous. Mm-hmm. You know, your avatar is not going to look like you. You Maybe you can be whoever you want. Yeah, a certain version of you. Yeah. But it's not going to be you. And you're not going to act like you do in the real world. sounds like misinformation. Oh, (laughs) there we go. Facebook metaphors. Misinformation.
1: Yeah. Well, this exact scenario happened to me in BBSs. Yeah. So I met this girl online and then we met in person. Uh-huh. And needless to say, it didn't work out too yeah. well because uh, how she portrayed herself wasn't exactly how she really
2: was. Well, look at, you know, how many people, and I know it's kind of an older thing, but how many people's profile pictures used to be from glamour shots?
1: Well, not only that, but when they were in high school.
2: Yeah, <laughs> yeah, 25, 30 years ago.
1: Exactly, exactly. So this, this couldn't be uh, this couldn't be misconstrued in a weird way. Look, look, it's it's to separate us socially. Yeah. And digital separation is it's not bringing us together. And that's no. what people don't understand. It is not bringing us together. But
2: again, is back to what I said just a little bit ago. It makes people think that they're getting closer to others and feel like they're getting you know closer to other people when actually they're being separated.
1: Yeah, having to do all these Zoom calls during the pandemic, it, it's not the same, folks. Mm-mm. It is just not the same. And if you think it is, you're fooling yourself. Yeah. Because human contact is important for all of us.
2: Yes. We are social social animals.
1: Yeah, even though you may be antisocial. And, I am. And I'm, yeah, I am to some extent, too. Uh, I don't like most uh, sheep. I mean, people. But... <laughs> Sheeple. Uh, But I have to have contact with my friends and my loved ones, or else I will surely go insane. Yeah.
2: More than you are now.
1: Most people do, though. Yeah. And that's what people don't recognize.
2: Well, I watch, um, there's a reality show I like to watch called Alone, where they drop off 10 contestants, Arctic or or Antarctic uh, conditions, And they're given like 10 things that they can bring with them. And then they're truly alone. That sounds horrible. I mean, no human contact whatsoever. They're all, you know, several miles apart. Mm -hmm. And they're given GoPros and a a standalone camera on a tripod. So, I mean, there's not a camera crew around. There's nothing. And what most of them leave for is because of the the loneliness. Yeah. Yeah. You know, missing their family, or just that being able to talk to somebody.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Being alone in your own
1: head sometimes can be
2: dangerous. It really can. You, you get in my head, and it's 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 a bad neighborhood. <laughs> that is a bad neighborhood. You don't want to be in alone. Speaking
1: of uh, meta, meta book. Uh huh. Face meta. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Facebook puts tighter restrictions on vaccine misinformation oh. targeted at children. Of course, cuz they want to sell the vax to the children cuz if yes. you if you can get them hooked young, you have a customer
2: for get life. Get them started and get them on get them on something that they have to have for the rest of their lives.
1: Yeah. Just as the FDA officially approved Pfizer's COVID-19 vaccine for kids for kids. Yay. It's for the kids. Between the ages of five and 11, Meta, Facebook's new brand identity, announced that it's rolling out stricter policies for vaccine misinformation targeted at children. Look, there are no children on Facebook anymore. They're on TikTok. Yeah. (laughs) So, they're targeting misinformation, and they're deciding that. I want to put that in there, too. The platform previously put restrictions on COVID-19 vaccine misinformation, like people having bad reactions, in late 2020, but didn't have policies specific to kids. Meta says in a new blog post, because that's what's important, a blog post that is partnering with the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention, the CDC, which the two top guys ended up leaving over the boosters and the world health organization, which is the one that, that uh, was in cahoots with China. And uh, Mm -hmm. I remember that whole thing to take down harmful content related to children and COVID-19 vaccine, take down harmful. I don't, I don't think that that's by mistake because if the vaccine's harmful, they're not going to let you see that because they have to control the narrative. This includes any posts Mm -hmm. that imply, imply the COVID-19 vaccine is unsafe, untested, well, it's been tested on millions of people because they're the guinea pigs, Mm -hmm. or ineffective for children. Additionally, Meta will provide in-feed reminders in English and Spanish that the vaccine has been approved for kids and will also provide information... As to where it's available. So free advertising for Pfizer.
2: Well, I mean, like they don't have enough advertising as it is.
1: Yeah, we already proved that.
2: (laughs) See, there are Pfizer buses driving all over the place going to high schools. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's just, it's, it's crazy. Scott and I were talking about this earlier before the podcast that, you know, it's almost like Pfizer is a government agency in that. It's able to misrepresent things, hide data, you know, do things like a like a government cover up.
1: Yes, I I would say that, but I would go ahead and put this out there. I think that the drug companies control the government or at least the people in it.
2: Well, I mean, and I've said that about the media, you know, that they, they used to say that the media was the an arm of the DNC. Mm hmm. And I used to tell people I don't think so. I think the DNC is an arm of the media. Yeah. I think think the Democratic National Convention is the political arm of the media companies, Mm -hmm. Uh, not the other way around. So I think the media companies are wanting to control everything, and they've pretty much done that. They elect who they want. Yeah. Our president is essentially elected by the media Mm -hmm. and by what they tell us.
1: Well, they're the ones who get the message out, mm-hmm. and they're the ones who control the narrative. You're going to bow down to your master. The slave yeah. is going to bow down to the master. Uh, yeah, and the master one right way now, or another. I mean, you. It used to be government, uh, military contractors used to be the master mm-hmm. during the '80s and '90s, mm-hmm. and now it's the pharmaceutical companies. Yeah. And oil's been there too. Oh yeah. The energy sector has been there too. They've been the master of the government at one time. Yeah. But it's whatever industry is the highest bidder. They're going to be the
2: ones. It's a rotating uh, committee, essentially.
1: Yeah. Ever since that guy uh, jacked up the price for shot, the anaphylactic shots. Oh, yeah. Epinephrine. Epinephrine. Ever since he he pioneered that, Mm
2: -hmm.
1: all of them have been like, oh, we can do that? It's like the guy in the strip club who gets naked all of a sudden Mm -hmm. and all the other guys go... We can do that.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> Th- that's kind of how the pharmaceutical companies are doing yeah. it now.
2: Well, it um, wasn't long after that that uh, insulin shot shot up from like sixteen dollars to three hundred dollars.
1: Yeah, yeah, crazy. Yeah, crazy. And these people are just, hey man, they're they're taking it to the bank. They are cleaning up. And they are cleaning up during this pandemic for sure. Yep. And that's why they don't want you to have anything that's low cost because the J&J shot, that was 10 bucks a shot. Yeah. And the Pfizer and Moderna, 50 bucks a shot. Uh-huh. And that's not to mention what they're paying healthcare to distribute those shots. The government, our government, that's yeah. our money. That's yeah. money we pay in taxes. Yeah.
2: And it's going to places we don't want it to go.
1: Well, I'll tell you what, I'll give my shot to the next guy who needs a booster.
2: He there can you have go. Mine. And he, you know what? You can have mine too.
1: Yeah, we'll go ahead and do that. You know, we're we're just all about altruism here. So well, they
2: can have all four of my shots. Yeah, mine too. Mine you know, too. Now that we're up to four, mm-hmm. uh, and they can have any coming shots.
1: Yeah, you know why? Because I don't need them.
2: Nope, uh, I'm good.
1: We're good until we have to produce papers. are your papers? Do you have papers? You cannot fly. Uh, You cannot travel interstate without your papers. Jawohl. Well, let's talk about Mastodon. Okay. And we thought this was freedom of speech. Thought so. Mastodon puts Trump's social network on notice for improperly using its code. No. That is not what happened. No. But that's what The Verge says. The truth
2: the verge is wrong.
1: <laughs> the truth can use Mastodon's code, but has to let others do so. And and the thing is is they screwed up on the EULA, is what mm-hmm. they did. They screwed up on the EULA and they said our code is proprietary.
2: Oh yeah. They can't do that.
1: Yeah, they can't do that. So You can't
2: use open source code and, and close it off.
1: No, you can't. So <laughs> Mastodon is sent president trump's company a formal notification that it's breaking the rules by using mastodon's open source code to build its social network named truth the news comes from a blog post by mastodon's founder eugene (laughs) or whatever (laughs) (laughs) but others have previously pointed out that the organization organization behind truth the trump media and technology group was violating Mastodon's software license by not providing source code for the site built on top of it. Trump's group passed 30 days from when the letter was sent to comply with this license or stop using the software, or it could lose the right to do so. Okay. Okay. So
2: change the EULA. That's it. That's all you got to do. Yeah, allow people to use your code Uh-huh. and uh, you're done. That's it. That's it. Just keep it open and you're done. Yeah. Everything's it, fine.
1: This is a nothing
2: burger. No, it's nothing not. It's, it's, it's a headline. It's clickbait.
1: But I will say that the the people who put Mastodon on the map, mm-hmm. which really is uh no agenda, which is <laughs> John C. Dvorak and Adam Curry. Right. They put them on the map and the the people at Mastodon have put them on a hate list. Yeah.
2: Yeah. You can't, uh, the people at Mastodon do uh, server hosting as well. Mm-hmm. And they won't let you host on their servers if you have any affiliation to No Agenda. Yeah. Really? And, and Adam Curry has been promoting Mastodon for a long time. Yes. He and has. their servers and said, Hey, you know, get your own Mastodon server. It's, it's really inexpensive and go to their hosting company. Free advertising. Yes. Uh, free advertising to millions of uh-huh. people.
1: Yeah. And no agenda is as middle of the road as you can get. Yeah. And to call them Nazi quadroons is a <laughs> little bit of a stretch.
2: Uh, let me see your papers.
1: Well, you know, it's just against it's against everybody's better nature to, I don't know... Uh, Tell people exactly what they think because the thing is, is a lot of people go around in this shroud of wokeness Mm -hmm. and you know they don't really think that
2: way. No, of course not. And, you know, the thing is, though, people, a lot of people, and I said this earlier, a lot of people would rather be told what to think than to have to actually do the research themselves. Mm -hmm. People are lazy. Yes. You know, people talk about, Follow the science. I've read peer-reviewed this, that, and the other. Really? Where's the documents? Yeah. Well, uh, uh, I know I read it somewhere. Mm. You know what? I actually have read peer-reviewed studies. Mm -hmm. Um, Peer-reviewed means another scientist trying to disprove your theory. Exactly. It's not, you know, uh, echo chamber. It's not... Somebody congratulating you on what you did. Let me correct you.
1: Yes. You say that's what it should be. Okay. And now it sounds like it's just an echo chamber for people to agree with one another.
2: Well, only when 97% of climate scientists, oh, I'm sorry, scientists, not climate scientists, scientists agree on this. Yeah. <laughs> Science is not made by consensus. mm mm-hmm. uh, oh, The world had- is gone.
1: I had one more Facebook that I missed.
2: Our favorite, Bring it on.
1: A favorite person, AOC, calls Facebook a cancer to democracy after Meta Who cares <laughs> if it's a cancer to democracy? Because we don't live in a democracy. We live in a
2: representative republic. And she doesn't know what a democracy is anyway. Yeah. And I bet ya, <laughs> you, ready for this? It's a cancer to our democracy but I bet she's soliciting campaign contributions on Facebook. Could be. Huh. But then again, they all are. I thought that was so funny when these Facebook papers came out Mm -hmm. and all these politicians were dogging Facebook, both Republicans and Democrats, and then within minutes, they're on Facebook Uh talking about how bad Facebook is. And then the very next post is... So send me $10 for my next campaign so that I can fight against <laughs> Facebook. Yep. <laughs> oh, speaking of Facebook, I saw a commercial the other day. Oh, yeah? Yes. Uh, it was Facebook's, I forget, director of something. They have so many different divisions and departments. But Director um, of
1: misinformation?
2: <laughs> that's probably more accurate than her actual title. But... What it was, she was talking about um, government regulations and how they would be a good thing for Mm -hmm. Facebook and Mm -hmm. for social media. Okay, it sounds awesome. Sounds like, you know, Facebook's like, look, you know, we'll, uh, we capitulate, we'll, bow down to whatever regulations you set forth and so forth and stuff. That we write for you because we're that's, that's the thing. People don't realize Facebook is going to write the regulations. Mm-hmm. So they're going to make it, you know, so that they get away with whatever they want. Congress will just pass it because it'll make them look like they're doing something. Right. When actually all they've done is opened up the doorway to more freedom and liberty for the social media platforms and less freedom and liberty for us individual users.
1: Just like Cuomo, instead of going to jail for mass murder, mm-hmm. he's going to jail for smacking fannies and not killing grannies. He's probably not going to jail. Yeah, well,
2: he's, yeah, he's not. He's, I bet he doesn't even get fined.
1: Yeah, he, he pr- he'll he get off of this uh, scot-free. But that's the, that's the thing is they're making a big show in... DC about how bad Facebook social media stuff is this is a farce
2: the biggest lobbying group to Congress right now Google Yeah, that's the biggest lobbying group there is well representative,
1: <laughs> representative. waitress yeah. uh, Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez
3: <laughs>
1: called Facebook a cancer to democracy in a tr- tweet A a tweet on Thursday, shortly (laughs) after the company announced that it's changing its corporate name to Meta to better represent its focus on building the metaverse. Meta, as in we are the cancer to your democracy, (laughs) metastasizing into a global surveillance and propaganda machine. Yep. Wow, well said for boosting authoritarian regimes and destroying civil society for profit. Wow, she
2: actually said that? You know, and the funny thing is, an authoritarian regime consolidates power at the federal level. Mm -hmm. What has Biden and all the other Democrats been doing since the day he took office? Well,
3: these
1: are the knuckleheads that are out there saying, we just need to have federal laws. We don't need to have all these state laws where they can differ in other places. It's like, you're a moron Yes, because that limits your freedom to move wherever you want and you're under one authoritarian regime.
2: Well, I mean, it's the same people that are saying we should get rid of the Electoral College, Mm -hmm. which is the dumbest idea you could come up with. And the people that want to get rid of the Electoral College don't know the purpose of the Electoral College. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And they don't know what states' rights are. They don't know what a federal government supposed to be. It is. They don't know anything about governmental affairs.
3: Yeah. <sighs> <laughs>
2: yep. So I'm, I'm telling you, I am glad I'm on the downhill slide of life.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, this is this is why people become curmudgeons. <laughs> yeah.
2: I'm, I'm, soon, I'm going to be sitting on my front porch yelling at kids to get off my lawn. These damn kids today. Well, then again, I won't have to because they'll be inside with their Oculus goggles on at the Metaverse. That's right. Peeing on themselves because they, they yeah. can't get up. <laughs> uh, no more President's Physical Fitness Test. Actually, Dude. somebody Dude. told me. I need to look it up. Somebody told me that they don't do that anymore.
1: Yeah, that that would be uh, ableist. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well. Do you like Lee's money?
2: I like money too. We Lee, should hang out. At least it's not spooky.
1: <laughs> spooky. Spooky. Well, oh. another Titan Netflix employees at the heart of the Dave Chappelle controversy. Huh? Who cares? <laughs> File charges against the company. Two, two. Out of how many people work thousands. there? Thousands. Many thousands. Employees at the heart of the Dave Chappelle controversy because he spoke his own mind. Mm. Shame on oh him.
2: Oh God, you can't do that.
1: It's violence. Have filed labor charges against the company, alleging the streaming giant retaliated against them for engaging in protected activity blah 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 whatever that name is a black trans program manager Mm -hmm. was fired while Mm -hmm. organizing a walkout related to netflix support of the Chappelle comedy special the closer which has been widely condemned as transphobic
2: please where did you where where are you reading this one from Uh, the verge the verge because it just lied yeah. Well, not really. Didn't tell the real truth.
1: Well, Tara Field, I'm sure that's her real name, mm-hmm. it's Shim, whatever, yeah. uh, a trans software engineer was suspended after posting a viral, viral tweet thread about the issue.
2: Oh, yes. Oh, okay, oh, okay. okay. Go ahead, I'm, I'm
1: going to say one thing, okay? Mm-hmm. Okay, um... It's a place that is paying you money. If you're trashing them on social media, we actually have policies about that in our company. You will be terminated. Yes. If you're talking trash on social media about your company, which makes sense. If I'm going to hire a guy to come out here and I don't know, cut wood or whatever Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. out in my, out my lawn and he's going to come back and, and and trash me on social media. Guess what? I'm not going to do hire him to do anything more for me.
2: Right. Well, in most employment agreements, you know, there is some stipulation that you won't do something to embarrass the company that you're working for. Yeah. But the the first person that you talked about, he/she, she/he, she, she, he, she is him, Shin, whatever. Yeah. Um, him, hers. Sh- yeah. Was actually was fired. And it may have been during the time that they were organizing the walkout, but it's not because of the walkout. It's not because they were organizing a walkout. It's because they leaked uh, internal Netflix documentation uh, with, you know, pricing and payments and other sensitive information that any company in the world would fire you for leaking. Well, that's espionage. It is. And the funny thing <laughs> when uh, that walkout everybody was all up in arms that there was going to be a big walkout at Netflix and it's going to be cause all this problem all the, all these troubles and, and so forth 12 people. Mm-hmm. 12 people didn't show up one day. I, and, they and probably the pro- they, they probably have more than that out normally on sick leave.
1: Well their protest turned into a melee. Yeah, it turned into a fist fight. (laughs) I saw it on TV, and I was like, "I was like,
2: (laughs) I didn't see that."
1: Yeah, it was a, it was just a slap, slap fight. (laughs) That's
0: a melee. It wasn't
1: a fight, fight, but yeah. Anyway, I bring this to you to say, who cares? (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Who cares? Yes.
2: I, I, I still haven't seen. the Dave Chappelle special. I'm gonna to have to find an alternative means to to get it.
1: Yeah, I I have, I have. I appreciate what he's what he's trying to do, but it, it was a stance on free speech, is what okay. it was. It was it was a stance on free speech, and he, he and made,
2: comedians comedians are the front lines for free speech.
1: Yeah, they're the only ones who can say the stuff that nobody else can say. I mean, now you're constrained by your work life because, like I said, if you post something pretty damning on social media, you're mm-hmm. probably going to get fired because you are representing the company that you work for. They pay you yes. for that. Yeah. And you have to be a good steward of the name that you're working for.
2: I, well, I think uh, probably a good 50 to 60% of all HR departments across the country need to be fired.
3: hmm Because they are right.
2: hiring the people that do this. And a lot of people in HR hire people... That are like themselves. Go, go, for and, and, and it might not. It might not be intentional. I'm just, I'm giving people the benefit of the doubt, but a lot of times you will hire people that are more like yourself than uh, than different. Now the thing is, these people are are entering corporations for the purpose, or at least a purpose that they're entering the corporation is to change the corporate culture.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: Why are you going to work for a company? that you don't like their corporate culture.
1: Look, this is turning up the company that I work for too. It's turning into this. It hasn't completely got Mm -hmm. there yet. And hopefully I'll be in a financial position to where, when this starts rolling out that I'm out of there. But uh, the unfortunate part is ESG is a big talking point now and in our corporation. And it won't be long till we're all in a, conference room having to admit we're racist Mm. even though we aren't
2: that's why i work for myself
1: we're gonna say we're gonna have to sit there and say if we want to get a paycheck Mm -hmm. we're inherently racist so sit up and beg folks because this is what it's going to come down to um this person right here that we're talking about with netflix Mm -hmm. they did all this before look if i don't agree with the company's line i'm gonna quit and then i can say whatever the hell i want yep if i do that before i quit then i can expect to get fired
2: Mm -hmm. yeah you should expect to get fired for that
1: this is not disney folks this is not a disney movie this isn't high school yeah you're you're how could they do this to me well you signed a contract to work there and you agreed to whatever
2: their terms were right and that's what you get folks And you committed industrial espionage.
1: Now, when I went to work for the company that I was, that I'm working for, Mm -hmm. and I signed that employee handbook, it said nothing about vaccinations. Nope. Zero. And so that's what I'm going under. Mm -hmm. (laughs) There you go. But yeah, more clown world, man.
2: The world is just nuts. Well, you got any more tech news? No, I think I'm good for today. All right. You know what time it is.
1: time for the UFO report. Yeah. And first off, astronomers pick up radio signals from planets outside of our solar system for the first time. Wow. So guess what all you non-believers out there that say you don't believe in the coronavirus, but you believe in UFOs? (laughs) (laughs) You know who you are. I believe in both. (laughs) Um, I do too, but... I'm speaking of a person in particular. Yes. uh, Astronomers have picked up weak radio signals from 19 red dwarf stars with the forethought that they have planets orbiting them 165 light years away. Sounds detected by the world's most powerful telescope appears to be from hidden planets. They are possibly generated by the planet's magnetic field interacting with the solar wind. The Earth, for example admits powerful radio waves that cause a phenomenon like the north and southern lights. Mm-hmm. Jupiter's volcanic moon Io also creates a similar aurora effect. Radio signals were picked up by the Netherlands' low base, low frequency array tel- radio radio telescope. Say that ten times fast. <laughs> Um Dr. Joseph Callahan of the Linden University says this is a spectacle that has attracted our attention from light years away. All right. Cool. If you are so self-centered that you think that we're the only ones in this vast universe, you really need an ego check. Yeah. You don't realize how small and infinitesimal you really are. Insignificant. I always like to think that there are civilizations out there that are millions, perhaps billions of years advanced than us. That, you know they do flybys every now and again and go eh, they're still monkeys let's go <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
2: this, we can we can't talk to them
1: this one's not done yet let them cook for a little while longer
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh they're going through their woke period yeah let them be
1: they're they're watching us tear each other apart and and they're going silly rabbit tricks are for kids <laughs> <laughs> but no I think that's uh that's a good thing that they're actually picking up signals now. Almost 165 light years away. Mm-hmm. So that happened 165 years ago that yes. those signals came out. So it's not yes. exactly a, a current communication. No,
2: because yeah, radio signals, uh, radio waves travel at the speed of light. So mm-hmm.
1: they may have already been dead and gone by now. By the time we've gotten their signals, well,
2: that was 165 years ago. And and granted. Those signals could be natural phenomena. No,
1: no, 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 no. That's not what this Probably segment's not. about. <laughs>
2: Probably not. Um, We just need to decipher them
3: mm-hmm.
2: and then uh, figure out what the language is. Well, <laughs> you know, we have we actually have people on Earth that can figure out languages. Yeah. You know that have never been known before.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: You know, we have people that do that. It's how we figured out hieroglyphics and. You know, uh, uh, various other languages. Well, <laughs>
1: for the people out there who don't believe in aliens, um, there's a border down south that you can go look at a lot of them. <laughs> but
2: <laughs> yeah, but they're not legal.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. well, don't call them legal aliens. i well, undocumented undocumented immigrants well you could call a drug Same dealer not thing. unlicensed pharmacist yeah. but it doesn't make it it doesn't make it not illegal
2: well aliens now the ones from space are called uh, extraterrestrial biological entities mm-hmm. EBEs EBEs mm. you know, I like alien alien yes yeah they made a whole movie on it yeah. actually they
1: made four. Elliot
2: <laughs> <laughs> well there's those too yeah uh yeah cool
1: Well, that's what I have for the UFO report. What about you? Well,
2: uh, NASA has come out and and actually made a statement uh, saying that we hope it's not an adversary here on Earth. Uh, The NASA leader suggested UFOs could be aliens. They're already here. Yeah. Bill Nelson, who served as President Joe Biden's NASA administrator since May, said Tuesday that he didn't know for sure what some of the unidentified aerial phenomena seen by Navy pilots are. He said, however, that we hope it's not an adversary here on Earth that has that kind of technology. Bringing up the topic of the search for alien life and mystery of UFOs, prompted after a back and forth about what would happen if a ma- massive asteroid hit Earth. And, um... <laughs> said, Put your head between your
1: legs and kiss your ass goodbye. That's what would happen. pretty much. Pretty much. <laughs> Remember the dinosaurs? Oh, no. Nobody remembers the dinosaurs. Uh, He
2: said, before we leave, I haven't even talked about the search for extraterrestrial life. What do you think we're doing? What do you think we're doing on Mars? We're looking for life. This is a part of NASA's mission. That's what the telescope is going to be looking for. And uh, are there other planets elsewhere that there is life? Nelson said, near the end of a wide-ranging hour-long discussion... With Larry Sabato of the University of Virginia Center for Politics. I know what you've seen is what those Navy pilots saw in 2004, and there have been some 300 sightings since then. So, well, you know, it, the the head of NASA. Well, hold on, hold on. Hold, right?
1: hold on. I got to take issue with one thing that was okay. in that article. Looking for life on Mars is like hanging out at the quick stop looking for a date. <laughs> You're just in the wrong place, man. You are in the wrong place. Talking about looking for love in all uh, the yeah. wrong places. Uh, well, yeah, oh, my much. God.
2: <laughs> well, and he's talking with the University of Virginia's Center for Politics.
1: What's that got to do with Why? space?
2: Yeah, I, I don't get it. I, I don't get it at all. But, um,. You know, he said he talked to those pilots and, you know, he he's like, I'm sure they saw something. And their Raiders locked on to it. And then all of a sudden, he's gone. You know, it's kind of cool that the NASA, the actual NASA administrator is coming out and publicly saying, yeah,
1: they're out there. Like I said, you you would be very arrogant to think that we're the only ones in the universe. That yeah. is
2: ridiculous. And, and people... That think it can't be because of their religion. The Bible does not negate extraterrestrial life.
1: Well, it's it's not only that. It's for people who walk into a room full of people and immediately get on Facebook looking for memes. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, really, it's <laughs> yeah. it's uh, those are the same people. Yeah. You know, it's uh, they're so egotistical that they think there's nothing beyond them. Yeah.
2: <laughs> I don't know, Scott. <laughs> yeah well anyway going to hell in the handbasket
1: yep I, we're on express elevator to hell going down
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> all right well that's all i have yeah i think uh that's all i have for this week too so um oh i will say um i did purchase social execution.com.net org. Oh, sweet. so not sure exactly what I'm going to do with it yet, but I'm looking for my exit strategy.
1: Maybe a uh, Mastodon instance.
2: <laughs> uh, you know what? I, I was thinking socialexecution.net be a Mastodon instance. Yeah, that that would work pretty good.
1: Oh, well, I mean this this is not UFO related, but okay. it could
2: be. All right. There's a lot
1: of alien stuff in it. Uh-huh. Biden's Defense Department too busy being woke to notice hypersonic missile buzz by. (laughs) Oh, my God. Remember this one? We forgot to cover this one last week. Yeah, that's right. We got a little busy. Yeah. Biden's generals have been very busy since President Disaster slid into the
3: (laughs) Oval (laughs) Office.
1: Busy going after Trump supporters and other patriots like Lieutenant Colonel Stuart Scheller. Who have the nerve to speak out about Biden's FUBAR Afgan- oh excuse me, FUBAR Afghanistan withdrawal, busy mandating failing COVID-19 vaccinations, which could result in hundreds of thousands of our military members getting the boot by the beginning of November. Mm. Busy providing taxpayer-funded gender transition care and surgeries for transgendering soldiers. Busy making sure soldiers have the right gender pronoun. Busy making sure that the military is indoctrinated with critical race theories. And busy screwing up Afghanistan withdrawal. Busy flying LGBTQ plus hashtag flags in countries that kill LGBTQ people. Busy babysitting Afghans at military military bases, making sure they are comfy And Mm -hmm. get all the Doritos and other things they need. Of course. Whoosh. What's that sound? (laughs) (laughs) Was that a nuclear capable hypersonic missile going by? Hmm. Mm. Wonder how that happened. One of the sources in a recent story written by the British Financial Times about China launching a hypersonic missile missile said, we have no idea why they did this. That's comforting. Wow. So, you know, while we're doing all this woke crap, China's firing hypersonic missiles that uh-huh. we have no defense against. Awesome. Yeah. So I don't really have anything else to say about that other hey, than Eric, what this... the
2: uh article explained. There is three hours worth of stuff I could say about the stuff you just read. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm gonna let the article stand on its own.
1: Well, look, we're we're so busy. Uh, dicking with each other, you know, and, and, and being, uh, the church lady, you can't say that that's intensive about what everybody's saying to each other. It's keeping us distracted from what's Mm -hmm. really going on in the world from the clip that we played last week and go back to, go back to episode 10. If Mm -hmm. you want to hear it and hear us talk about it, our enemies are plotting against us every second of the day. Yeah.
2: That's what, I mean, that's what they do.
1: And they're waiting for a weak spot. They're waiting for us all to be divided. And they're waiting for us to be compliant because when they move in, we'll be like, okay, well, I guess I'll do what you say. Yeah. Because I did what the government said.
2: And you're in my new government. The the
1: government's right. Believe the science. Hashtag follow the science.
2: (laughs) (laughs) I don't do any of my research. I just listen to what's on the tube. Hashtag follow the government.
1: I think it stands on its own. Yeah. I'm going to bail.
2: <laughs> I'm good. I <laughs>
1: think I've had enough of that.
0: That's it, man. Game over, man. It's game over.
1: So if you'd like to contact us, my name is Scott at techtools.net.
2: dot znet and Dean, where are you located? I am Dean at techtools.net, T-E-K-T-O-O-L-Z dot Well, isn't that convenient? It really is, considering it spells techtools, which is also our website, T-E-K-T-O-O-L-Z dot net. And while you're
1: over there visiting our website, which you can actually listen to the podcast directly mm-hmm. on the website, yep. or you can please donate to us if you got a little yes. extra cash. Become
2: a producer.
1: Yeah, we are on the value for value model. We do not advertise, so you don't have to listen to any of that crap. And we're not sponsored by Pfizer.
2: Hell no. So, We are not brought to you by Pfizer.
1: Or any other drug company or boner pills. That'd be be
2: a bunch of bullshit.
1: Or mattresses or toilet seats or anything (laughs) like that. So uh, help us stay free, and we'll help you stay free. Awesome. All right, thanks, guys. Have a good week. Stay safe, Scott. Stay safe, Dean.